Hey guys, just so you know, this week's episode is going to deal with themes of uh, rape and murder and a lot of other really horrible, nasty shit. And so if you are made uncomfortable by things like that, please listen to another episode where we don't talk about that stuff. Right, Michael? That's right. Thank it's, you. Uh, it's a little creepy. It's not for everybody, but you do stick around. We hope you enjoy it. Yes. Welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about the band The Killers, where every single week, Michael Nance and Spencer Palio figure out new and interesting ways to describe the band The Killers. I'm your host, Spencer Palio, and with me, as always, is the person who got mentioned just a few seconds ago in the intro, Ma Michael Nanance. That's me. Those double consonants, they really make my name hard to say, but... They make parents, your name hard to say. I mean, it just sounds like you're singing Susu Studio <laughs> or like building up to a joke about that. And I'm, I'm having none of it. So <laughs> I wish I was doing that. Well, you know, next time, don't let your dreams be memes, Spencer. Don't let your dreams be memes. I love it. Do you ever um, do you ever read that thing about uh that movie, uh, Dr. Strangelove, where the way they got all those crazy performances out of George C. Scott was that they just did a bunch of takes and Kubrick was just like, all right, now do a crazy take. And then he just only used the crazy takes. That's interesting. I mean, I know that Kubrick is notorious for being really hard on his actors and making him do like an insane number of takes. So I can see it definitely being the case. I didn't know that about Strange Love, but that's that makes a lot of sense. It's 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 a very Kubrick move, as it were. It's Kubrickian. I swear to God, I heard my phone ringing. Actually, I wouldn't have because my vibrate on my phone makes a funny noise. Anyway, we actually have yeah. something to talk about in the intro this week. Do we? Yeah, the uh, the killers. And of course, this is going to be two weeks removed from that now, but I don't care. Performed at a halftime show for the first game of the Las Vegas Raiders. That's right. They sure did. That was an interesting experience. Did you watch it? I have watched it. I didn't watch it live, but I did watch a YouTube video of it. I don't know. I naturally I have loved the way. The uh, the way Twitter reacted to it. Um, now that I didn't follow. I didn't follow oh the Twitter boy. reacts. How did that go? I retweeted all my favorite ones. The best one of all of them was just a guy named Daniel at Daniel 12, 16, 1993. Slightly younger than my brother. Okay. Um, who the fuck are the killers? Why couldn't we have Ice Cube? <laughs> Now, if you read the comments, this person is insisting that they really don't know who the killers are. That's fine. But yeah, that's the best tweet in regards to this. Also, why would I mean, I get that Ice Cube loves the Raiders, but he loves the L.A. Raiders. You know, is he like it's still going to be a Raiders fan, even though they've moved to Las Vegas? Is that a thing? I don't know why not. I mean, what are you going to like if your team is your team, no matter where they meme. 
that's very deep, Spencer, you know, and I, I you, you might want to copyright that before the NFL steals it. Uh, you know what, NFL, I uh, give you free permission to use that at all times. Don't give me any money for it. It's yours as a gift from Jeez. Soul of a Truck, a podcast about the band The Killers. You do, however, have to pay Michael for it. Yes, uh, please. All royalties go to me. Yeah. So I can yeah, so afford can, my cat lifestyle. Yeah, for real. Cats are awful pets. No, they're not. They're wonderful pets. I love all my cats. Honestly, I have no place to speak because I have a snake and it's the same like conceptual pet in my mind. <laughs> snakes. I, I mean, snakes and cats do have a lot of similarities in that they really show limited affection and I mean, my cat show a lot of affection, but, you know, your snake can only show so much affection, right? Yes. And then it it really just shows up to eat. Yeah. Snakes are basically like incredibly low maintenance pets. And as far as I'm concerned, cats are too. But cats are pretty low maintenance. A good cat is anyway. like, Like, like a good, like adult cat, like after many years of, you know, catting catting about is is pretty chill and low maintenance and so it's like that's true so in my mind cats and snakes are basically the same kind of pet okay i can go for that cats are furry snakes with legs let's just let's just make that completely Hmm. that sounds more like ferrets but you know i'm not gonna argue with you spencer like don't think about it too hard um (laughs) i'm just looking through the the tweets that i retweeted here's another great one um, if you told me the killers were a band consisting entirely of magicians, I'd believe you, which. <laughs> I, <laughs> and it's got this fucking picture of Brandon dressed like Han Solo, like like whipping his hand out, like all like dramatically with Ted in the fucking foreground, like really looking dramatic with his guitar. Oh, it's so good. And then, of course. The best one. Love seeing the killers on Monday Night Football. And it's a picture from the film The Hangover with all the characters from The Hangover. That I did see. And I laughed at that one because it was like too perfect. I mean, you could you could name every killer that was being compared to the members of The Hangover. Uh, obviously, Ronnie's our man, Zach Galifianakis. So uh, but it, it was it's just it was it was too good. It was perfect. Uh, I This was so good. I'm. I'm incredibly happy. Incredibly. I'm so fucked up. I'm very happy that the killers just just aggressively meme their way to the top on Monday Night Football. Uh, uh, the uh, caution fanzine retweeted just a bunch, just a big collage of quotes that people have said about what Brandon Flowers looks like. Um. Uh, you're telling me that Brandon Flowers from The Killers and John Mulaney are two different people? <laughs> yeah, uh, I can see that for sure. Um, yeah, everyone apparently thinks he looks... <laughs> How long has Brandon Flowers been looking like he'd come in fourth place in an Edward Cullen's lookalike contest in a suburban <laughs> mall? Uh, wow. Uh I don't know. You know, something they they haven't done is uh you know what I wish the killers would do? What's that? I wish 
that Brandon would like perform in armor or something like, you know, like medieval armor. You want Brandon to perform in like a full suit of plate armor. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Why? I want you to explain this to me. Um, well, what he would do is he would, he would, you know, do the show and then like halfway through the show, he would just, he would come out in armor and he would perform a couple of songs in armor and then, um, and then he would just like vanish and he would immediately come out without the armor. Naturally. Yeah. Yeah. And you would be super confused because it's really hard to get in and out of armor like that. Yeah. I mean, it seems cumbersome. Yeah. And so after that happened, it would be like a you'd be like midnight. How? I'm so disappointed. like irredeemably disappointed <laughs> i couldn't think of, I, I had like another one involving like the queen and as soon as you as soon as i put together the thought of of <laughs> knights and armor i was like oh no where is this gonna go where is this gonna go that's in that's gonna be top three worst in like near blink on confessions of aching hey that was that was a great one that one is just, oof, oh man, midnights. How? <laughs> you know, one of these weeks you should do the pun, and you know we'll see how easy it is for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Next yeah. next week I'll do the pun. Yeah. Next week for whatever song we do next week. Yeah. Um, so. The song Midnight Show by the band The Killers. You know, before we get to the song, I do need to point out that it is now October and uh, I have arbitrarily decided, along with Michael, that we're doing spooky songs this month. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, as part of that, we get to do at least some of, if not the whole thing, that would be a spoiler of the murder trilogy. Hooray. It's about damn time. I mean, yeah. we've already done part of this is this is part two, you know, yes. of and we'd already done Ginny was a friend of mine as our first step. Yeah, that's so, the, that's part three. That's part three. Yeah, because the murder trilogy uh, plays in reverse, which is weird. It's like the classic film, Brandon. It's like the film Memento, but like not as good. Memento. How do you feel about the film Memento? Are you are you pro Memento or anti Memento? I think it's a pretty good movie. Um, you know, when it first came out, I was in high school and everybody acted like it was like the greatest film of all time, you know. But I've watched it later in my adult life and it still holds up pretty well. But, you know. But you're not as much of a fan. Yeah. Didn't, you know, later rewatches, it doesn't hold up as well as I thought it did. That's that's fair. Uh, but um, yeah, it's it is kind of funny that 
the entire murder trilogy just kind of premiered in reverse order and they started with the ending of the, of the of the piece the murder trilogy right. the murder trilogy who do you the, think did it by the way um you know it's it's funny i i i finally remembered to mention this but uh it's a guy named robert chambers who did it robert chambers okay so he knew the culprit yeah it's so like an idiot many many a months ago when we did our very first episode jenny was a friend of mine where i forgot to introduce the name of the pod but i did remember to introduce the concept which means uh you know people who were like you know two weeks ago who were like oh man you finally just admitted that the you're based on blink 155 no we've been we've been owning up to that the entire time it's just that we're trying to be seeker sensitive here also a meme stolen from blink 155 and i wanted to reiterate it i don't know where i was going with that the point is <laughs> the murder trilogy is based around a guy named who is dubbed the preppy killer by the, the preppy media, killer by the media and it's a guy named robert chambers who uh was kind of a you know, kind of a uh, what's his name? Uh, who's the guy from uh, American Psycho? Patrick Bateman. Yeah, he's like a Patrick yeah. Bateman kind of guy. And uh, what happened was he uh, went out with uh, his friend uh, Jennifer Levin and uh, he uh, killed her and he in, has insisted uh, that it was the accidental result of rough sex. I'm reading the Wikipedia article, if you can't tell. Yeah, I was like, sounds like you're actively reading this information. Yes. And so he, uh, you know, he, he actually has served the time for this killing but unfortunately, he has a hopeless heroin and cocaine addiction, and he is currently still in prison as of uh, September 27th, 2020. Wow. Yeah. Or he's wow. back in prison, actually. He I wonder got, if he developed that addiction in prison, you know? Uh, I wonder. No, he, he clearly, like, just loves drugs. Oh, okay. So yeah. is he, like, posters of drugs up on his wall, like his favorite drugs? I'm pretty sure heroin is his hero. Wow, Spencer, that was some P like after school PSA jokes shit. Hero, don't let heroin be your hero. Let me rap at you real quick, kids. It's Uncle Spence. Michael, do a drugs rap for me. Go. A drugs rap? Yeah, here. Uh, let me let me find like a hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me see here. Uh, my name's Michael, and I'm here to say I'm about to do drugs in a major way. Hold on, That's what hold you on. meant, right? I'm just, I'm just curious if there's a killer's type beat. There is actually a killer's type beat. All right, here. Yeah, let's see how bad at rapping you are. Okay. Here's a killer's type beat. Uh. Uh. Well, I woke up this morning, got the news, it was sad. I heard Spencer, and he is real bad. 
I, I I was trying to make it about drugs, guys, and then I got scrambled. Oh, well. <laughs> that was that was so good. That was perfect. Well, thank you. You know, I live to please, and all um, my raps come straight from the heart. Before we fit it, hold on. Let's keep. What, what the fuck? This is a kill. Okay, this video is called YouTube. Sorry, YouTube. Does. This video is called YouTube. Be over here. Okay, so the channel is called Tanner, and this is a punk rock X The Killers type beat producer. Produced Tanner. by Tanner. Does this sound like The Killers? Not really. Here, mumble some Killers lyrics of episodes. Sitting here on the me. bed. Then you call to me, you say one word, Battleborn. I'll run to the desert wind with the wind at my back. Don't ever hang up the phone, cause I'll be there, baby. Uncle Johnny, too. <laughs> you sound like Creed. Yeah, I know. That was. It, I, I, I can't sing like Brandon, but. I felt like those lyrics captured the essence of the killers. And that was a song, by the way, called Uncle Johnny 2. That's the follow-up to Uncle Johnny. Uncle Johnny Part 2. Part 2. I don't yes. feel like they've told the, the whole story about Uncle Johnny in Sandstown, and it's been long enough. What is the part two of Uncle Johnny? How does how does that uh how does that story end? Um, he changes his life and he just becomes like a regular dad or a regular uncle. I don't know if he ever had kids himself, but Yeah, regular Uncle Johnny. I like it. That's very uplifting, Michael. I appreciate your candor on the subject. Well, I just I, I I hope for the best for Uncle Johnny and all the characters in the Killers universe, including uh, who's the who's the guy who killed people in Midnight Show? R Robert Chambers. Robert Robert Chambers. <laughs> wow. Robert Chambers. You, Jesus Christ! For the uh, sake, just to be clear. Soul of a Truck, the podcast about the band The Killers, does not endorse, support, or in any way uh, encourage behavior or anything to do with Robert Chambers, the preppy killer. Speak for yourself. I don't. I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just going to let it. I'm just going to let that play. I'm not cutting this. I'm just leaving this in. Y'all heard it here first, everybody. Yeah, it's the only reason I agreed to this podcast. I thought it was about actual killers. Do you know how many fucking podcasts about actual killers there are? Yeah, there's tons. I mean, that's like people are way into that. So like me being like, oh, yeah, murderers are fine. Yeah, like, like that's even... Like, like of all the things I would never make a podcast about, actual murderers is the number one thing. Because it's a super saturated market. That's the only reason. Yeah, that's played. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to read all the details, but suffice to say, uh, Robert Chambers killed his girlfriend or his friend. It's really complicated. And uh, and then. He managed to only get off with a manslaughter charge and he ser served 
15 years. So, yeah. That's a long-ass time, dude. It is, but for murder, it's not. I have the hiccups now. So anyway, Let's say, okay, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 you go first. I just think that's 15 years. I mean, I wonder if he served all 15 years of if they let him out after, you know, good behavior. No, 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 you know what I mean? he served 15 years. Damn, he served all 15. That's rough. I, I'm sure, I think he was sentenced to more years, but he got out. No, he actually received a sentence of 15 years and... He served for 15 years and uh, his release was, quote, a media circus. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Any, anyway, down my water bottle. Sorry. Enough about a convicted manslaughterist. How do you feel? Manslaughterist. About, how do you feel about the actual song Midnight Show by the band The Killers? You know, I dig this this song. Uh, in an earlier episode, you talked about how you skip most of the rest of Hot Fuss after uh, On Top. It's true. And uh, I think this is a pretty good song, honestly. It's it's not one of their best. Uh, I mean, it's it's not, it's. I don't even think it's in my top five for Hot Fuss, but I think it's a pretty good song. Um, it's groovy. It's it has like you know, it's got a good energy, but. I will say that it has uh, one of my favorite Brandon lyrics of all time. Uh, which one is that? Uh, you got a skirt. I want to look up. I feel you. It is like a peak creepy Brandon lyric. I mean, it's definitely very a pro pro for eyeliner Brandon era. Yeah. Eyeliner Brandon was was really hitting on all cylinders of is this guy creepy or the is answer, he sad? The answer is yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, Hot Fuzz definitely has a lot of, you know, murderer energy. <laughs> Creep murderer energy. It's got that same Toadies vibe. Yeah. Top 10 well, I, Spencer Silence moments. Yeah, top 10 Spencer Silence moments. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so here's the thing. This song, this is one of those songs where it's like, I kind of like it, but I very don't, if that makes sense. That makes no sense at all. That's okay. like. It's, <laughs> I, I, I have really mixed feelings about it. Like. Now that makes more sense. You music, have mixed feelings. Musically, it's good. I enjoy the music. I like the <laughs> juke, 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 guitars and the bass well, kind of all being like loobity-doobity. I'm really good at describing things. Right. The way <laughs> you describe is, music is primo, Spencer. You know, and I love like the way the synth kind of comes and goes and like really like just explodes randomly into the fucking song. Like for, just, for our listeners out there, can you imagine if you had never heard the killers before and you you had to like describe them and Spencer was the person who coached you on what the spent the killers sound like? Can you um, that would be awesome? Oh yeah, the killers are like wanga 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 and their guitars are kind of sometimes like me 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 and the bass will be like dum 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 and Brandon's like bap 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 bap. 
And then they're like, jealousy. <laughs> um, you know, if you really want to, you, the audience, uh, you, oh, supremely talented audience of ours, uh, if you could, you should totally make a killer song based entirely on my descriptions of killer songs. Yeah, you, you've got a bunch of hits to choose from. Just go back and listen to Spencer describing the music on any of the songs. And it's generally like that. Yeah, I and, like the um, ching ching guitars. <laughs> I like the when the keyboard's like. Rah, 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 rah. It's like a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Except Dr. Seuss uses actual words and not just full on onomatopoeias. Like he creates his own words, no doubt, you know, but <laughs> not just the approximation of words as sounds. But but anyway, what I'm getting at is uh, this album just or this song gives me really mixed feelings. Like musically, it's great. But lyrically, it's just like I don't like it. I don't like the way Brandon delivers anything. I find him to be really creepy. I find the lyrics to be like gross and like, you know, I, I get that they're trying to this is like based on something. But at the same time, I'm just like, wow, this isn't fun to listen to at all. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yes and no. I, you know, I can understand the trepidation you have towards the lyrics. Uh, but yeah, it, once you know that it's about a character, it makes it a little, make it a little bit more sense. It's kind of like Rivers Cuomo and Pinkerton, where he has a lot of lyrics that come off very like creeper and, uh, incel esque, but, uh, it's really, uh, a concept album about Madam Butterfly. So at the oh. end of the day, you can't fault the guy for playing into the character. You know, you don't go to an actor and say, oh, you know, you're playing a murderer or something like any person who's played Hitler in any rendition of Hitler. You don't get mad at him for playing Hitler. You know, you don't equate his beliefs to the person he's playing. So I don't know. You could say that about Brandon. No, no. Brandon is actually a murderer. Ooh, we're revisiting a topic we brought up in the very first episode. Yeah, we're, uh, yeah, do you think, do you think he did it? Do you think he did it? Um, well, Rob, Robbie did. He did for sure. I don't, every time, now that we get to see Brandon more and more, I don't think that he's a murderer. I think he's just a passionate family man. Brandon is filled with love and we, soul of a truck love him that's true we do love brandon we love all the killer boys even yeah. ray swin and uh ted 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 sablet ted sably sablet yes exactly and uh shadow mark whose name is escaping me at the moment i don't remember robbie shadow mark Connolly or something yeah <laughs> robbie Connolly. But that might be Spin. the other guy. Um, so, so for once, my mixed feelings about this song are not entirely like I'm not alone in these feelings. Oh, um, finally, Spencer. Finally. Yes. Like this song is surprisingly popular before we get anywhere. There's a lot of like full band covers, which you only see for like the really popular songs. Yeah. But uh, there's a really great Reddit thread. It's my favorite thing I think I've seen on the killers Reddit. 
All right, I got it open. Oh, wow. Who else thinks this is the worst song from them? This is from a year ago, too. Wow, they had a huge library. And you think mid... Okay, Spencer, can we both agree that Midnight Show is not the worst Giller song? Uh, uh, we can both agree on that, yes. Yeah, it is not the worst Giller song. You heard, you heard it here. Um, I don't think we've heard the worst Giller song yet, but uh, yeah, we're, we've heard some bad ones. I mean, our opinions are pretty well expressed thus far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like wow. if, you, if if you've listened to the pod, you you know what our least favorite killer song is. But we're not there yet. Like no. emotionally. So yeah, these these ty- the, the comments demonstrate how much the fans on the Reddit disagree. Um we got B Hop with four Ps saying nobody. That's just his answer. Nobody. A so recurring no. uh character on our pod. Behind yeah. is very pre- prevalent on Are the Killers. Wow. And then read, you know, I, I like to look through everything. Uh, the next comment says, personally, my favorite of theirs. That's a nice way to say I disagree without being a jerk. Yeah, what a, um, thanks for being. Then we got Jordan this- SM. Jordan SM says, stupid post, be a good Christian and delete this. Very. Wow. Ouch. Wow. Fucking Jordan SM. Just going all in on him, dude. It's an opinion. Okay. That's the first thing we got to remember. Dabbing uh, on OP. Now here's, here's something you're definitely not going to like Spencer from Benjamin G saying. I love this song. Plus land of the free is comfortably the worst from them. Wow. I super don't agree with that. Yeah. That's that's like a solid top 50 for me. Yeah, I know. You really like Land of the Free when we covered that one. Yeah, no, so. that's a really good song. Um, So uh, I got to say, Benjamin G. 1993, uh, to quote uh, Corvo Atano 24, uh, blasphemy. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I might not think that Land of the Free is one of my favorite songs. I like it all right, but it's it's also not the worst song. We have not covered it yet, so the, the worst killer song. Hold on, I'm checking something. Oh, okay. I was like, that name sounds familiar. I thought it was an Assassin's Creed character, but Corvo Atano is the player character in Dishonored 1 in Ah, uh, see, I thought that name sounded familiar as well. I've only played the first Dishonored, so. Oh, well, that's they're both really good games. They're very, very good. Highly recommend. Well, uh, you're you're definitely a killer in that game. We're going to look at the lyrics now. All right. Wait, we're not going. Oh, you already did the Robert Chambers. Okay. Yeah, uh, I I have a news report on him, but you know what? I'm just gonna not like talk about a murderer anymore. That's not the kind of podcast we are. That's right, we're a driving podcast. Drive faster, ball. Car versus horse. Car versus horse, the classic duel. I feel like that's what we're we're gonna get to the end of this, and we're gonna figure out that's what Brandon's been trying to tell us this whole time. The entire concept of the killers is about. The supplantation of horse-driven mo- mobility for engine-driven mobility 
in the beginning of the 20th century. He's just he he'd had enough. Just how every song by Franz Ferdinand is secretly about the assassination that kicked off the First World War. That's more likely than what we said, but they're both. This is actually facts about both things. <laughs> just how just like how um, the strokes is about s- strokes. <laughs> you know, we're going to stop this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Thanks, Spencer. OK, so verse one, I know what you want. I'm going to take you to a midnight show tonight if you can keep a secret. I got a blanket in the back seat on my mind. So uh, it's time for some banging is uh, conceptually what the plan is. Also, wow, Spencer, you're such a romantic. Uh, That's exactly how Spencer seduces his sexual partners is to say things like it's time for some banging. You know me so well. <laughs> I mean, it worked on you, right? Uh, sure did. And 25 years later, here we are. <laughs> Bless this mess. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> yeah, I, you should, you should be, you should have asked yourself that after like episode one with me. Um, no, I've, I've never regretted having you as my co-host. You're, you're great. <laughs> I want you to know that, you know, I'm going to cry in spite of all the mean, mean things I say. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I try, wouldn't, I wouldn't do this with anyone else. Person, not even, uh, Ronnie himself, not even close. He's like fif- <sighs> 15th. <laughs> Who would be second? Who's your second pick? Uh, probably just myself. <laughs> you just record yourself twice talking to yourself. Yeah, that would be. I like to imagine that. <laughs> that would be such a pain in the ass to edit. It really would. And I would worry for your sanity after a while. I'd be like, you're going to do this for three and a half years. You're going to have conversations with yourself and edit them all the way and act like you're talking to someone else the whole time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would praise that immaculate kayfabe required to do something like that. Jesus Christ. But, like, yeah. I just thought about the logistics of doing that. Would I change my voice? Because it would be so confusing to listen to. It really would. You would have to. But I would. I think the only way you could really do that and keep your sanity truly would be to, like, edit it so your voice is, like, either lower or higher on one side. I would, like, one voice would talk exclusively, like, Macho Man Randy Savage. And then. Yes. Um, and the other one would, would talk like me, I guess. <laughs> It'd be Dave Coulier. Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, sorry, I forgot to read the intro to this page. Uh, so about Midnight Show, two contributors. It is a part of the killer's murder trilogy, a trio of songs that detail the murder of a girl named Jenny. This song details the actual murder and falls in between Leave the Bourbon on the Shelf, the killer preparing to commit the murder, and Jenny was a friend of mine, the killer's confession, in the chronology of the story. So no matter where the song landed, part two is always part two. That's right. So if you listen to Leave the Bourbon on the Shelf first, even though it was last released, Midnight Show will always be number two. 
I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about anymore, Michael. Please, can you talk about something? Yeah. Uh, then we go. To, we get to go to the first verse. All right. I know what you want. We already I'm read gonna that. Take, we already read this. Okay, my bad. My bad. Pre-chorus. Let's go to the pre-chorus. Well, no, we should, I, well we should, first, we should I'm going to read the annotation. Yeah, that's I'm going to read the annotation for if you can keep a secret. I got a blanket in the back seat on my mind. Yeah. So genius and uh, the contributor is Maddie Ray Frey. Oh, wow. He's a huge genius. He has over 13,000 IQ. Uh, all right, Maddie Ray Frey. This is clear. This is a clear sexual innuendo. He is saying that they could have sex in the back of his van slash car at the show or after. A relatively common thing in modern times is the youth making out in their cars. I love that sentence. How old are you, Maddie Ray Frey? Considering the idea of the murder trilogy, I think this is either a reference to something they had in the past or that she herself is literally back there. That's a good. Okay. See, I see why Maddie Ray Frey has so much IQ. I mean, that's a, that was a good, you know, addition. Well, purple bush fucking disagrees quote. I took it as him suggesting that he and Jenny were going to have sex slash using the same blanket to cover her body. Basically, I think Jenny is playing along with him because she thinks he doesn't know she's cheating or perhaps he's displayed violent behavior before. So she's scared. That's a bit of a stretch. I don't stretch, know about that. That one's a stretch. That sure. one's a stretch. Purple bush. Oh, wow. Content. Wow, and then- <laughs> Content warning. Yeah. I think that it means Whoa. he was planning to... Uh, rape her before or after killing her. I did do a content warning. I'm just going to just for the record to be clear here. We're going to put a content warning at the beginning of this episode because there's yeah, a, I mean, it, there's a lot here that's just like, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> yikes. yikes. Is, there's some big there's some big yikers content. Yeah. So. Um, so. So kids put away your jewels. And turn your hat around so you can hear us. Wait, what? Content warning. I'm just going to just cut that part out and just throw it at the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway. All right. Pre-course. And a little place that sits beneath the sky. Man, there's a lot of annotations in this. I'm going to read the annotation to that. Ernesto Martinez says he was tempting her, saying that they were going to a nice place beneath the sky, when in reality, he needed a lonely place in order to kill her, and that little place was perfect. For, for the record, um, uh, uh, what was her name? Jan- Jennifer... She had a... Uh, Levin. Uh, this, this happened in Central Park, so... Um, the event. Let's call it The event. That the sounds, event, the incident, the, the alleged in, incident. No, it was definitely not alleged. <laughs> the incident occurred in Central Park. So she turned her face to speak, but no one heard her cry. Now, this is a reference to the lyric from Jenny was a friend of mine. Uh, or I guess they reference each other since this technically comes first after. For, oh, this is first. Yeah, this yeah. all happens first. This is the actual murder, right? Yeah. And then we got drive faster, boy. Uh, which is, according to Ernesto Martinez, probably trying to escape from the place where he killed her using a car. If he had someone's help, 
The protagonist is telling him to go faster. So they are as far as possible from the crime scene before the police arrives. Um, which uh, isn't actually what happened. I think. Let me go back to the thing. Why are we discussing the details of a murder? I feel so uncomfortable with this episode. This is. This I is, mean, that's, this, this is part of the murder trilogy, Spencer. This is supposed to be spooky. People yeah. are supposed to be spooked. Level five spooked right now, and they're not. Yeah. You know, hold on, hold on. Because I have an idea. you're too spooked. Yeah, I'm very uncomfortable about this. Hold on. <laughs> uh, phone or computer? What are you? There we go. Spooky noises background let's see here i wonder what's coming it, it if spencer said it out loud i wonder here hold on here this will this will help this is gonna help here you go okay all right verse all right. two yes all right verse i know there's two. a hope there's too many people trying to tell me to cope <laughs> You gotta read the short skirt. Ooh, I wanna look up, look up, look up. Yeah, yeah. We were just in time. Let me take a little more off your mind. There's something in my head, somewhere in the back, saying we were just a good thing. We were such a good thing. That's verse two. You got a real short skirt. This is an attempt at justification, like sex abusers claiming she was, quote, asking for it by dressing too provocatively. Ooh, Kimmy Coy, that got nine down votes. Uh, okay. And then A215K9 says, this is false. Translation, wrong. The narrator is already in a relationship with this woman and is committing a crime of passion. Not one of sexual deviance. I mean, this is... The, I, I, uh, I mean, yeah, that got more... I'm not even, That's a full-blown paragraph I'm not even going to read, but... Yeah. It's, it's, you know, I just think it... I take it as the guy being lecherous. Not necessarily creepy, since it does appear that this woman came with him of her own volition, but... You know, yeah, I appreciate that this, the creepy noise has been playing this whole time. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it throughout the lyric section We're it's like we're reading a scary story. All right. So then we got the next pre-chorus. Make it go away without a word. OK, let's see the annotation here. The trilogy of songs seems to imply that Jenny was strangled. Therefore, the narrator made her go away without her saying anything. Yeah. So. But promise me you'll stay and fix these things I've heard. Chorus. Oh, make it go away. Drive faster, boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, wait, that's later. Yeah. Uh, Pre-chorus. A crashing tide. Oh, interesting. They later made a song called The Rising Tide. A crashing tide can't hide a guilty girl. Uh, there's an annotation jealous. here. Hold on. You got to read okay. this one. He dumps okay. Jenny's body into the ocean, hoping that her body won't be found. That is, again, not accurate if this is based on that thing. Yeah. And then he, but this annotator, uh, annotator is Pony Dude. 
Yeah. Also mentions that, but we find the police did find the body, and Ginny was a friend of mine. It's true. Uh, with jealous hearts that start with gloss and curls, he was jealous of the other man that Jenny was cheating on him with. Gloss and curls equals her being prettied up. He notices the change in her lifestyle and got suspicious. Interesting. Yeah, I don't... Um, I took my baby's breath beneath the chandelier of stars in atmosphere. Which means um, that that I really like the imagery there beneath the chandelier of stars and atmosphere. So it's underneath the midnight sky. And because it's an annotation, uh, Tim SMD says also consistent with the preppy murder case since Jennifer Levin was killed in Central Park under the clear sky at night. Perfect. Perfect, man. This We got some real actual geniuses in the annotations this time. For once. Yeah, for once. Uh, into the Midnight Show. The Midnight Show is a metaphor for death and whatever is beyond our earthly life. Also, earlier in the song, he takes her on a date to a Midnight Show. All... Uh, he didn't kidnap her, I don't think. That was by Maddie Hazuki. Yeah. Um, I like the idea that it was a date, says Purple Bush. In Leave the Bourbon on the Shelf, he says, Give me one last chance tonight. So I think this is that last chance. I'm, I can get behind that. Faster, 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 faster. He wants to get away as fast as possible to not get caught. That's true. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. Top five Michael non-contribution moments. Yeah. <laughs> With such favorites as, well, how about that? And, hmm, interesting. I think we're like we're rushing through the lyrics just because... I want the creepy noises to end because I don't like them. (laughs) Well, let me finish the lyrics for you real quick. If you can keep a secret, well, baby, I can keep it. If you can keep a secret, if you can keep a secret, I can keep a secret. If you can keep a secret, well, baby, I can keep it. If you can keep a secret. Annotation. She (laughs) is dead, so she cannot tell anyone what he has done. We did it. We nailed it. Nailed it. That's the lyrics. That's the lyrics, everybody. God, I hate that creepy. How do you feel about horror movies, Michael, since it's spooky month? I okay. so I'm particular about horror movies. I like horror movies a lot, but they have to be done right. I don't like gore fests. I'm not into the gore porn thing or even like. It's a very fine line. Like I can appreciate Tarantino films. I know they're not horror, but that's like that level of gore where if it's worked in and it's appropriate to the setting. Sure. But like, if it just feels like you're going out of your way to mutilate other people or like, you know, other animals, eh, not for me. Also jump scares are cheap. Not into that. So it has to be kind of like an intelligent horror or something that is uh, thoughtful to the genre for me to enjoy it. I, uh, my rule about jump scares and um, this is also a good rule of thumb for video games. 
the rule about jump scares is you get one. Right. And if you get one and it's incredible, then, you know, you've created something of quality. However, most of the time you're either relying on jump scares or, you know, you're doing like hashtag mood about your your horror movie and hashtag mood great time love those but relying on jump scares is bad and don't do that what game do you think has relied what game would you say relies on jump scares too much um uh dead space yeah dead space is pretty pretty bad offender although okay so years and years ago i did a let's play of dead space which i never finished but it, it it was so obvious when the jump scares were coming that I was just like, okay, cool. There's going to be a jump scare. And I walked up and the thing was like, ah, and I was like, Oh, <laughs> Oh yeah. So I'll tell you, okay. I will, I will say there is one legendary jump scare in dead space out of all the shitty jump scares in that game. There is one that I found to be legendary. Hmm. And I don't remember specifically what part of the story or anything, but you know how you have to go to those like workbenches to save. Yeah. Or, like those, those little like cubicle thingies. Yeah. There's one where they programmed it in that after you save, you know, cause it like automatically forces your camera like behind you and, you know, to that behind your back camera angle. So you can save and like upgrade your weapons or whatever. And then it releases you back in the world. After you've saved and done everything, the minute you turn around, there's one of the guys behind you. And I was like, that primo jump scare. If that had been the only one in the game, masterpiece. But unfortunately, they littered them throughout that game. Yeah, I don't actually remember that happening. I may not have gotten to that point in the game. Again, unfinished Let's Play. I don't think I finished that game, to be honest with you. You were too scared? Uh, I don't like horror games, to be honest with you. I don't like that's fair. I don't really like horror as a genre. It's kind of a thing. Uh, I I saw uh, Hereditary when it came out and that was a lot of fun. But I think that's, uh, that's a great movie. See, now that's a, a great horror movie messes with the audience. Uh, there may be like one jump scare in that whole movie. The one uh, the one jump scare in that movie is like super like questionable as to whether or not it's a jump scare. Because like it's it's built up in a way where you're kind of expecting the the jumpy boy to come out and be the scare. Right. But it's somebody it's something else. Right. And it's kind of innocuous. Well, no, like like there's definitely like, a you know, all the all of like the aspects of a jump scare are there, like the 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 violin, like bleh, bleh, and the, you know, the thing <laughs> jumping out of from one side of the screen. But like. Right. But like the scene itself was built in a way where it's not really a jump scare. It's like an unjump scare. It's awesome. It's so good. Great movie. If you haven't seen it, go see it. But good times, great oldies. As I would say. But yeah. <laughs> but no, that movie doesn't really have like a jump scare, jump scare. That's what we call a gentleman's jump scare. A gentleman's jump scare. <laughs> Bonjour, I am le jump scare. <laughs> What's your favorite jump scare in a non-horror film? Mm. 
That's a tough question, Spencer. You kind of put me on the spot. I'd have to really think about it because that isn't something I just consistently analyze. Like, man, I really like that part in X movie where I got scared. Where I just shit myself. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, like a ghost jumped out or something. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. There's That doesn't really happen very often. Ugh. Yeah. So what else? What do you got up for me about Midnight Show? What else we got going on in this Midnight Show? So this song has a lengthy and interesting um, uh, 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 history of being played live, which is kind of interesting for once, because most of the time they either like never play it or they played it like when the first the album first came out and then it's kind of like done. Yeah, but this one kind of left and came back. So this is from the channel Wan M-O-H-D Zikri, Z-I-K-R-I or Zed, if you're Canadian or the rest of the English speaking world. And uh, this is them playing Midnight Show live in 2004. And I don't know where because it doesn't say. So let's listen to this. They're so young. All right, we're going to pick it up. Wow. Look at these young boys. This is back when they were like only four people on stage, too. Whoever is doing the camera work on this one is like, yeah, right. Somebody took like four Adderall and was like, I'm going to work the killer song. I got the camera. (laughs) (laughs) They're getting Ronnie at all the worst moments, like just Ronnie making the most like Ronnie faces. Two seconds of that and then back to Brandon. I'm going to try to pause it at like quality Ronnie face. There we go. Uh, I I had there was like a really good one, like a second before this. That, you know, that's fine. That'll be fine. Ah! Ah! <laughs> For once, we have Brandon face, everybody. <laughs> Even my roommate thought it was funny. Did you hear that? No, oh, I guess he was laughing in the background. Yeah, he was. Anyway, this um, is the perfect face for when some you get a jump scare. Yeah, the face you make. Ah! Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna save that image. Let's see here. Paint. This is how I fucking get screenshots on my phone or on my computer. I literally just alt print screen and like shove them the screenshots into paint. I'm sure there's like an easier way to do it, but I'm just like, you know, a four hundred year old man trapped in the body of a younger than that man. <laughs> Incredible, Spencer. There we go. Anyway, what'd you think of that? 
I thought that was a good live version. You know that I love seeing these old videos of the boys when they were just young and virile and only four members of the band before they even got big. So it's, it's so weird because when I watch these videos of Brandon, it's like you realize that Brandon in this video is younger than I am now. Yeah. Right. And he's up there playing. What, what, what what festival is this? I have no idea. It just says live. Oh, four. Live 04 HQ. Uh, maybe maybe it's Glastonbury. It's from Headquarters Festival. Oh, that's what it is? Headquarters HQ Festival. Oh. Well, thanks, Juan Mode Zikri, for that video. We got another one from Las Vegas. Oh, in 2016. Okay, so now we get, see, I really... That's the nice thing about doing these Hot Fuss songs. I know that Spencer doesn't want to run out of Hot Fuss content too quickly, but we get to see old videos of the killers and then new videos of the killers. Exactly. Cause you know, if you, when we cover a song like rising tide, we get like one live version <laughs> and it's from like 2008. So, yeah, but, but with this, it's like th- they've been playing this for 45 years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 45 years of killers history. So this is the channel disco TK three. And this is from four, seven, 16 at the bunkhouse in Las Vegas. And this looks like an encore. And there's Ted. And we even have Dave. There's Dave. Wow, Brandon! God, can you imagine? Look how small this venue is. Yeah, this is a very intimate show here. I kind of want to see them at a show like this. This is awesome. Dave, man. Somehow Brandon's voice is clearer in this video than the video that was taken at that festival. Better acoustics, maybe? This is such... Okay. God, so cool. So, okay. The best thing about this video is that this is like a crowd of like probably a hundred people. This venue is night. How many, what's the maximum crowd size in bunkhouse? Let's see here. Bunkhouse Las Vegas. Um, capacity. Let's see here. Wow. This is a 250 person venue. Wow. This had to be like a a fan club show or something, you know, like and the killers just fucking came out there and just. And by this point, it's 2016. They're like a multinational fucking crazy band that is played in front of millions of people. And then they're playing like this fucking like 
fucking bumfuck nowhere tiny show in like nowhere Las Vegas. This is so cool. And well, I mean, it's got to be it's got to be kind of fun and refreshing to play a venue like this yeah. after you know doing all those like massive arena shows. God, this is this is the kind of show I would love to see the Killers play. Like. God, I don't remember the venue I saw them at, but I saw a uh, masked intruder like last year and they were at a really tiny venue. Hold on. I'm going to, I don't care that much. And I want to see the killers at a venue like that. It was like 300 people tops at this venue and it was super intimate. Uh, I almost got hit in the face by uh, the green masks guitar like a hundred times. Hey, nice. Yeah. And it was so good. Uh, And that, I think, I think that's like where they really shine. The killers, the killers. I mean, I mean, in this style of venue, it looks pretty cool though. I will say they also, we've gotten some live versions from arena shows where they were rocking it. So, well, you know, now that you mention it, here's a vent. Here's a here's a show where they played this. They played this last year in Cardiff. So uh, here's this. This is from the channel Sarah DLX. Let's see it. This is from Cardiff. Look at fucking Ronnie making aggressive Ronnie face. And just crushing it. Yeah. I, I, I like how it's like the Fleetwood Mac oh Rumors God. album cover, but with That's Brandon so cool. and Ronnie. <laughs> I guess they're using that because it's not the full killers. That or someone drew that and it's just adorable. Because, yeah, we got That's Ted. What is and this? then who's behind Ted? Shadow Ted. Shadow Ted. Also, I love that Ted is in full like George Harrison mode. Right, with the long hair and that sick guitar. That was great. This is so good. Ooh. Brandon's just out there having fun. Yeah, he's. I'm sorry. I just. I have really mixed feelings. Can we just briefly touch on Brandon's hair for a moment? Uh, Right here. This this Brandon hair right here. Yeah, I don't like this. This this era of Brandon hair. I think. I think. You know, his day and age hair was better, where it was a little shorter and spikier. Mm, a little, it was still edgy, but now he gets, he's got the clean cut look. Because during Battleborn, he was doing that high and tight, you know, with the shaved sides. Yeah, actually, I kind of like Battleborn Brandon era hair. But I liked the, the recent videos, the 2020. I think he's rocking it. That's fair. I, I don't know. Like lately, he's just been like this era was just like. It was like almost Elvis hair, kind of. Yeah, it, he is starting to go get a little more Elvisy. He's getting a little pomp, 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 lumpa, dumpa, lumpa. 
Wow. Every week. Every week, Spencer just all like, of a sudden <laughs> spins into gibberish. I don't know what the fuck. I feel like if I say pompadour, I don't think that's right. And so I just kind of make a word up. Pompadour was correct. Oh, okay. um, I like how to cover for yourself. You just, you know, act like an AI that's shutting down. <laughs> it's just, I just like, I'm afraid I'm going to use the wrong word. So I just, you know, lean into it and use the wrongest word. Uh, that's okay. You know, I appreciate that. Spence. You know, you know, that's just leave that as your explanation for all time. Yes, ma'am. I love that drum kit though. That's beautiful. Yeah, I do really like the rumors, Ronnie and Brandon. Yeah, Kill- killers, but it's spelled killers with a U. Kill killers, yeah. Kill killers. There. Oh, kill- very nice, Spencer. Since they're sending me the way he would spell it in Discord, yeah, killers. K i l l o r s, killers. Killers by Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> Well, what do you got for me for covers, huh? Well, you know, that's that's all. Well, what do you think of the live version before we go on? That was good. I liked the intimate venue the best, but that's a pretty good. You know, I liked all three of them. There was no weak live performances this time. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think I think the early one they still kind of felt like they were like finding their place, whereas the other. But I two, love that. It's endearing. It, yeah, you know, but- that's the killers I grew up with. That's fair. The the killers that didn't quite know where they belonged. Somewhere I belong. Jesus Christ. Uh, well, I guess it's time for the covers. Um, so we're going to pause for four seconds and, you know, throw an ad in there. So we're going to stop talking for four whole seconds. So right now. So, right. Covers. What an ad. What an ad that was. Incredible. I'm still waiting for uh, Anchor to like give me the option of using getting an Audible ad in there. Because I don't know about you guys, but I use Audible all the time. And I just I want to I want to plug it constantly. If you know what I mean. I want uh, to get sponsored by Heatonist. Okay. Spicy. I just got three new hot sauces from Heatonist, and man, it has just re- revolutionized my life. Honestly, have you ever had like the original hot one sauce? No, it's really good. I uh, the the classic. Yeah, the very first, not the one called the classic, the one that's literally just called hot ones. No, I have not had that. It's unbelievable. It's so good. I've actually been to he- to Heatonist though, like. So have I in Brooklyn. Yeah. It's uh I got some sauces while I was there. Yeah, it's actually much smaller than you think it is. Yeah, it really is just like a a room. Yeah, but with it's, the all the walls. I you know, Tears of Joy here in Austin was bigger. Uh, yeah, Rip Tears of Joy recently yeah. closed. Um they're still selling sauces, but you can't go to their storefront anymore. Thanks, Ripperoni. Yeah, what a great place. What an Austin treasure. Rip. Anyway, uh, so I made a Nightcore this week. I almost didn't. Ooh. Like, I had, I was uploading it, like, just before you called me on Discord here. So. All right, well, let's hear it. Let's see it. Yeah, 
And I titled it, ready? Midnightcore Show. Wow. Spencer, so creative. <laughs> it's an anime image of a man putting his hands up like, I didn't do anything. What's he wearing? A suit. Just like the Wait, private it's, killer. I hate to say it, as much as I don't like this Nightcore, this one sounds the most like an anime intro that we've right. done in a while. It really does. And also, you know, I feel like we're getting to the point where we say it every week, but the bass sounds incredible. Yeah. It's and fucking... I just think that Mark's bass just lends itself really well to Nightcore. Yeah, it, it super does. I agree. He's just... He's such a, a good bass player. I agree. I'm not good at words, Michael. So yeah, what'd you think of that? That was good. That was a good nightcore. Yeah, no, I agree. Excellent times. Excellent oldies. So before we get into the covers proper, because there are quite a few this week, uh, something I found, there's a video of, it's not a video. It's like, it's, it's, well, it is a video, but it's, Someone freestyling over an instrumental of Midnight Show. Are you serious? Yeah. You got to throw it. Okay, watch. I, I got to see this. Yeah. So this is the channel Kari, K-H-A-R-I, <coughs> The Killer's Midnight Show Freestyle. All right, let's see it. This sounds like my freestyle from earlier. I think I think it's better. Yo, they call me Young Dynasty While I'm making history You know she trying to sit with me And I be like, yo, won't you go ahead Go and get from me Go and go get from me Cause I got You know what they call me? Young Dynasty Did they really, Spencer? They've called you that before? No I thought that was just Young Nasty Gross <laughs> What'd you think of that? That was kind of sick. I, I, I like that someone heard Midnight Show and said, this has great flow. We're going to fucking freestyle this. Yeah. I, I would have never suspected like this song would get a freestyle of all of the killers tracks. You know, like like there's songs I've heard where I was just like, I wonder if people have freestyled over this but very few from the killers and this definitely was not one of them. Yeah. 
Um, so while that was playing, I went on to SoundCloud because usually I pull from SoundCloud as well, but I didn't uh, find this until just now. So this is from Like a Pop Song, and this is Midnight Show, The Killer's Cover. So this is on SoundCloud. What'd you think of that, Michael? It sounded a lot like Midnight Show. Okay, so something, I I thought the vocals were a little cleaner, which was kind of interesting. And also, I like how the music kind of, kind of dipped back in the second verse. I thought that was kind of cool. I don't know. Here's a it's pretty cool, dude. Here's a vocal cover by a guy named Patrick Rowe, W-R-O, also from SoundCloud. Is this just going to be him singing along? Yeah, this sounds... Yeah, this is oh, like... Oh, yeah, it is. This is just karaoke. Yeah. I just wanted to play like a little bit of that just because, you know, I feel like Mr. Rowe needed, wanted some time light in the limelight. Well, thank you, Mr. Rowe, for your vocal cover, for your karaoke. You know, I did some karaoke recently and it was refreshing. Oh, shit. I was going to ask you about that. You did. You did. um what was it like meditation and karaoke or something? Yeah. Karaoke at a meditation lounge. We did had you, cacao. Did you exclusively sing um, like down with the sickness and like screamy songs? Yeah, totally. Just to fuck with everybody who's meditating. No, why would I do that? It's like people are meditating and all of a sudden it's just, Ooh, and you just fucking ruin <laughs> people's day. I mean, I do love seeing people try to do disturbed at karaoke because you get classic moments like that you know that amazing oh hold on we can just let's we have to play let's see here i think you search down with the sickness karaoke and then here it is This is a 23 second video, so it won't be that long, but this is what we're talking about. 
Okay, it's not the whole compilation, but that was no. You gotta now, now finish it. Finish the video so that we hear the guys over the actual song. They yeah, we have to do it. <laughs> do you hear that? <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, uh, what a fucking what a fucking meme what a great time all these changes I for the record fucking love that song of karaoke but that's, I, what I, that's what I'm saying it's so much fun to see other people do it but I can't do that fucking noise so no but karaoke for me in person was a wonderful time of course it was socially distanced and uh, all precautions were taken into consideration sure. But we did drink cacao, uh, and I got to sing some real bangers, man. Like what? I sang Shiny from Moana, and uh, I did, um, man, what's that other classic track I do? Um, Um, All Star by Smash Mouth? No, lately I've been doing Walking on the Sun by Smash Mouth. Ooh, Fushu May. Because that's a great song. Yeah, great album, great song. You know, if you're going to do, okay, one more aside and then we will continue on the covers. But if you're going to do a Smash Mouth song at karaoke, do their cover of the song. Why can't we be friends by war? Because the ending is literally two and a half minutes of just going. Why can't we be friends? It's fucking hilarious to watch. Even the crowd just get sick of your shit. I mean, if I was really going to do that, if I really wanted to meme on the crowd, I would just do Around the World by Daft Punk. No, you should. Because I have no I have no, no idea how many times you have to say Around the World in that song, but I imagine after like time 30, people are going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe this dude is doing this. I've seen someone do Around the World by Daft Punk at karaoke. By the end, though, they might come around on it. You know how sometimes people will hate it at first, but then like once it gets obviously to the end, they're like, you're like on your 200th around the world. And they're just like, yeah, 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 around the world. I don't know. I I mean, there's a lot of classics like that, like tequila, where people will just (laughs) you've seen tequila done at karaoke, right? Of course, because you just go tequila. Yeah. Although that's I, another classic like, karaoke track. Like if you don't know songs to do with karaoke, you just let me just post the lyrics here for you. You can't post the lyrics to that song because it's over 2000 characters. Of tequila. <laughs> you just sent me a text file. <laughs> dot dot text file. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were sending me the lyrics to tequila and I was really confused, but it turns out you sent me the lyrics to around the world. And that is, that is a lot of, see what, uh, hold on. Let's go to the genius page for tequila. All right. See if there's any, that's not the right tequila. Come on guys. Come on guys. Who who made tequila? That's not the, is that the name of the song? That song has a name. I think so. 
I don't care that much. I'm not doing it. We're not doing this. The name, it's the champs. The champs did that song. Uh, here it is. Tequila, the champs. Oh, my God. Every word has an annotation. Wow. Wow. Oh, my God. Uh, what cover were we on at this point? We're on the very first one. We haven't even gotten that far. Okay, so this is the channel. Uh, uh, Bizzle. I'm just going to have you read it. This is a band cover of The Killers. Michael, while the intro happens, read the name of the channel. Okay, it is Bizzoletus Voadoras. Is that the Beatles? Yeah, it is. Yep. That is a big mural with multiple Beatles photos and other bands. There's Elvis and U2 and others. pretty good cover i was gonna let it go to the creepy lyric but yeah yeah you know that was pretty pretty solid yeah, it was a nice setup day i liked i like the the room with uh the beatles poster in it but so yeah that was good uh oh this is something we've already heard this is the like a pop song cover so we're not gonna we're gonna skip that one Okay, so this is the channel Ethereal, and this is a girl singing the song while driving. Oh wow. She's got her she's got crystals. Now what do we know from this video? We know that this person is not in the United States. Indeed. This is the first time we've seen a car karaoke song. Yeah, I know. That's kind of a congratulations, Ethereal. Whoa. <laughs> I respect anybody who sings in their car. Hey. And or does karaoke men. Hey, I sing along in my car. Dude, I sing every day in my car. Every single day. Oh, you don't respect anybody who doesn't do that. No, I do respect anybody who does. Ah. Because I also do it. Yes. I agree. She did some Own your craft. I she dig your vibe. Hell yeah. We support you, Ethereal. Keep living your best life. Right? That's right. 
That is so right. Yeah. Also, she did some cool stuff with her voice, but that also might have been like the way the microphone was like picking it up. You never know. I don't know what type of mic you're using in the car, but it's probably just the one on your phone. Yeah, so. probably a phone mic. As an aside, I think I saw a phone mic at South by like four years ago. Man, Spencer, that joke just never gets old, dude. Ages like <laughs> fine cheese. Yeah, fine cheese in a gym sock. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that was good. Thank you, Ethereal. Uh, this is the channel Suitcase Official. This is a another band cover. There's a lot of band covers this week, which really says something, but I don't know what. What does that say to you? Full band covers? Yes. This is a popular song that people liked, and it's it's probably fun on every instrument too, you yeah. know, because the bass line is a lot of fun. The drums seem like they're a lot of fun, and the guitar and the guitars, was... as you mentioned, go meedly, meedly, meedly. This is suitcase official. I'm gonna skip ahead a bit because I'm sick of this intro already. Yeah. I love this venue. It's like, yeah. He definitely doesn't have the same style voice as Brandon. Uh, he. Uh, Perfect pause. Perfect. Did you see him pointing up? I think he was telling the, the sound guy to turn up his audio because yeah. he was being super drowned out by the music. Yeah, you could barely hear him at all. Yeah, I couldn't. You were saying he doesn't sound like he doesn't have the same vocal style. I wouldn't know. I couldn't fucking hear him. Why don't you cry about it, Spencer? I might. <laughs> well delivered. What's my next cover? I don't know. Let's see. I'm ready to see. This is uh, the chant, the, the band Menace of the Canvas. By the way, that last video wasn't entirely in black and white, which was kind of it sick. was. Um, so this is Menace of the Canvas in their cover of Midnight Show. So many band covers this week. And I tried to like intersperse with like non band covers, but, you know, shit happens. Here you go. Female lead this time. Whoa. I can't tell if this venue is small or huge. Okay, for real, the way the drummer is lit is absolutely nightmare fuel. Right, it really is. He's lit like from like like a flashlight or the light is like right below his chin and it's just like it's doing like the are you afraid of the dark fucking lighting
We were such a good thing. You see the drummer there? Like he just fucking yeah, fucking just wailing back just there. Wailed, yeah. Um, just wailing back there, just, and then the bass player Hats McKenzie just thumping, um, and then Beanpole Sanders on guitar. It's a classic lineup. That was great. Can we? Can we just really quick? I want to look at this channel, Menace of the Canvas. Oh, there we go. You started the video again, Spencer. What are you, a boomer? How do I work the YouTube? I want to see if they have any other videos of them playing other songs. Um, um, ooh, they have a cover of uh, that's that's another killer song we haven't done yet, so we're going to skip that. Um, Here's a here's them covering Time is Running Out by Muse. Because I just want to see uh, something else by them. Also, they're they're all wearing Christmas sweaters here. What'd you name the guitarist? Beanpole Sanders? Beanpole Sanders. Very accurate. I like how like they have they're wearing essentially the same outfit, but with ugly Christmas sweaters added. Yeah, it, it truthfully is like the exact same aesthetic, just ugly Christmas. Yes. The Christ I dig it. Well, you know, guys, menace of the canvas. I appreciate your work. Keep, keep after it. You guys are great. Keep, keep it up. I believe in you. Uh, so this is a uh, Peter de la Mora and the band lost strangers and their cover of midnight show. There's a lot of like words here. Let's just play it. That's a Mora. people are on stage jesus christ there are six people on stage <laughs> they're trying to be like the the new killers this just sounds like a wall of sound there's two guys playing the same thing on guitar like this one like they kind of get like the bigness of the sound here that is like it's it's kind of missing in a lot of these covers this, this one really kind of slams into you like it should that's what she said of all the ones i've heard this is definitely the one that i would want to see live the most let's put it that way well, that's saying something, Spencer. That's uh, Lost Strangers. Congratulations. You've won Spencer over. Yeah. What's uh, what's my next cover, Spence? What do we got? This is, um, ooh. So this is the 
band Bluegrass Blight Brightside, the Bluegrass Tribute to the Killers, and their cover of Midnight Show by the Killers. Now, I think this is an instrumental, so if you want, Michael, you can sing along. All right, so uh, we're going to start this. Here we go. Oh, this is interesting. You midnight show, secret. Secret. I got a blanket and backseat on my mind. This is the sky. <laughs> she turned her face to speak, but no one heard her cry. Oh, there it is. Oh, oh. This is like Mach 6. Like, it's so fast. It is so fast. I was was like, uh, I got a real short skirt. I'm going to look up, look up, look up. Perfect. It's an auctioneer trying to hit on someone that's wearing a short skirt. Creeping. Creeping auctioneer. I think I saw them at ACL like three years ago. That was great, actually. I really like that. I love a good genre switch, you know? Ooh, ah, ah, ah. I don't know what you want. <laughs> Down with the Midnight Show. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. Midnight Sickness. <laughs> Drive faster, boy. Uh, so this is the channel Jay Green's music. I think we've seen him before. This is his cover of Midnight Show. It's a vocal cover, so he's got. I know what you want. Jesus Christ! I want to take you to a midnight show. Tonight. Oh, this dude! You can keep a we've had him before. I've got a blanket in the backseat of my mind and a little place that sits beneath the sky. She turned her face to speak, but no one heard her cry. Drive faster, boy. Oh, Jay Green, you're so honest. I love it. It's. I know there's a hope. There's too many people trying to help me cope. You've got a real short skirt. I want to look up, look up, look up, yeah, yeah, we were just in time, let me take a little more of your mind. It was so earnest. It's so earnest. It really was. It really, really was. Although, you know, he does look like Coconut Head, though. From Ned's Declassified? Yes. T- Coconut Head did not have a fro. Yeah, but because of the lighting... It doesn't look like a fro. <laughs> it's just a bowl cut, like a vicious bowl cut. It looks like a vicious bowl cut. But I still love it. Jay Green, you're my favorite person. Thank you for being here and singing your earnest. What I got, I wish I could remember what we had seen Jay Green do before because we've had him on the pod before. Maybe it was one of the early episodes with like Jenny was a friend of mine. Let's find out. We will one day. I'll tell you when we're older. The killers. 
Oh man, he's done a lot. Oh, he did replaceable. I'm I'm looking I'm looking here. Replaceable. Anyway. That was great. Thank you, Jay Green. Thanks, Jay. Very nice. Trying to highlight the next one. There's so many of these covers. I'm so sorry. I'm not I'm not sorry, like at all. This is this is going to make up the bulk of the episode this week. So this is the channel Spidey Lennon. Spidey Lennon, huh? Yeah. You know, I mean, he's already red. So, you know, he could just. <laughs> wow. Communist. Wow. Communist Spider-Man, everybody. <sighs> I, you know, if you're still listening at this point, thank the doorbell you. just rang for some reason. Okay, well, don't get it because you're recording a podcast. Yeah, that's a valid excuse. Yeah. So this is the channel uh, Spidey Lennon, and the band is called Y Pi. This is a full band. I dig this vibe. The lighting on this, is, or the, the sound on this is really good. Yeah. These, these guys are good as fuck. Yeah. the bass players like uh bazooka bubblegum yeah the original bazooka bubblegum classic look there dude yeah like the comics that are probably like vaguely racist on the inside <laughs> not only does it destroy your teeth it destroys your opinions of other people who look different than you <laughs> it makes you xenophobic <laughs> We've really hit some highs in this episode so far. Uh, so I'm hoping there's this just was, endless covers because it's only up from here. This was this was the so I, I was like, so the whole idea concept of doing the murder trilogy in October for Spooky Month was one of my friends. And I was like, you have to listen this month because this was your idea. And this is what they're going to listen to. I'm a good I'm a good friend, Michael. You're a great friend, Spencer. And if you're still listening, any of Spencer's friends, you're welcome. 
I want to make it clear that you, the audience, are all my friends. I love you. Well, how about that? That was so, that was so, it was so like heartfelt. Well, <laughs> I'm crying. Okay. This is the channel, Alan Nucky Nucci. <laughs> N U C C I. Nucci. It's got to be Nucci, not Nucky. Nucky. Uh, and <laughs> this is Nucky. This is the band Megaphonica and the song Midnight Show by the Killers. Oh my God. What is with the black and white videos being like the shittiest right. sound? Oh my God, this sounds heinous. And that guy's got a fedora. Listen to that sound. Mm, it's so clean. Ugh, this is so awful. I'm sure this band sounds great, honestly, but... Yeah, but not here. No. Today was not their day. Why, why, why do fedoras? Here, let me do my best impersonation of this, this band, uh, the audio in this video. <laughs> I gotta go back. <laughs> Sorry, oh, man. I, I looked at the fucking, I'm looking at the audio track and there's just this like nasty fucking noise. <laughs> Oh god, it's so gross. I'm sure that band sounds great. I'm with you, but yeah, no, that didn't work. But don't worry, we're on the home stretch. We got two more here. So this is uh read this one for me. Uh but the band is called Diadio, D I Audio. And uh, so. I promise this will be the midnight show what? in a minute. I think this is like the end of a track before they go to. Oh, that was sick. Did you? They just yeah. that was awesome. I think the guitars were harmonizing with each other at the beginning, too. I like this cover. Oh, this is sick. Can you read the name of the channel, though? Because I don't uh, want to. I see Valda Nusara. Thank you. That's the way I read it. Where is this? This is awesome. I need to see where this is. Well, it's like a 
That's very interesting. There's um, people just like sitting around. Yeah, it's like an open air show. Yeah. Um. Where? This is called Soul of a Truck. It's a podcast about Spencer figuring out the internet. They are from Indonesia, actually. Ooh. That's kind of cool. They're from uh, Wanagiri. Probably mispronouncing that, but, you know, don't ask me to pronounce things correctly. And that's not what I'm here for. Uh, Diodio, you fucking rock. Hell yeah. Super, super behind them. They were great. I I love that somehow Indonesian bands just like constantly pull through in these like cover sections. It's super weird, but it's good, like in a good way. I dig it. Yeah. And of course, last but not least, you get one guess as to who's last but not least. Uh, I believe it's got to be our man, Max Power. Indeed it is. So here is Maximum Power uh, 10-9-2005, which is going to be the Friday after this uh, five years to the day, five days after this episode releases. So happy fifth anniversary of this song video. Just, I'm just going to play it. I'm going to shut my fucking mouth. This is, of course, college dorm era maximum power. I know what you want. I'm going to take you to a midnight show tonight. You can keep a secret. I got a blanket in the back seat on my mind and a little face that sits beneath the sky. She turned her face to speak, but no one heard her cry. Try faster. Ah, uh, classic as always, Max. He looks like he's really straining his voice when he's singing high like that. Yeah, I think that it, it that's a that's a max power signature though. Yeah. Ma- the max power strain. That was good though. I I think I I I don't want to hate but like I don't think I don't think his I don't think he's right for this song. I think uh I think this song Maybe it's just because I don't like the content of this song, but I don't think uh, this song works for Maximum Power. No offense. Well, Max, I liked it. So send your hate mail to Spencer. Yes. Send your hate mail to soulofatruckpod at gmail.com. <laughs> or just d- d- tweet it directly at soulofatruckpod. Yeah, do that too. Do both. Well, yeah. Is that the that was our last cover? That was our last cover. So, Michael, um, yes. What are your final thoughts on the song 
mid midnight show nights how midnights how uh i Why think this killers. is a good song i think this is a, cl- a classic killer song uh, whenever we i get the chance to see the killers live i think i really i i think it'll be great i really hope i get to see him play it live because it seems like a lot of fun live i i agree with you on the last point <laughs> the song well, how do you feel about the song the song's really creepy and because of what i know about robert chambers and all the murdery stuff uh, it, it makes me uncomfortable. And so I find it difficult to listen to and enjoy this song because of that. But, you know, you do you, boo. And uh, I think I think that's a good way to finish this week off. And so, as always, we will see you guys next week. Drive faster, Drive faster, boy. Yeah. I know there's a hope. There's too many people trying to help me cope. You've got a real short skirt. I wanna look up, look up, look up. 